personal and professional development. I'm willing to bet that you're neglecting at least one of those two. Now let me tell you why that's a problem. Welcome to the White Coat Academy podcast, your source for all things personal and professional development as a new healthcare provider. Join me, Dr. Emily Funk-Reynolds, as we navigate the challenges young doctors face in treating patients today and work to better ourselves beyond our clinical care. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I really wanted to start things off today by going over the why behind the White Coat Academy. If you're here, you know that the goal is to help young doctors both in and outside of clinic to better themselves. But, you know, why is that so important? Well, to start things off, I want to talk about what exactly personal and professional development are. So looking at personal development, this is kind of the thing that is somewhat of a nebulous topic. It's something that we hear of, but I think it's difficult to define. Personal development includes activities that improve your self-awareness, help to develop your talents and potential, increase your personal health and wellness, and improve your social relationships. Now, this is the stuff that's hard to define because it's all intangibles, stuff like time management, work-life balance, stress management, and personal finance. These are all things that we know we need to do, but as doctors, you're someone that likes results and tangible things, and personal development isn't always that, and I think that's why a lot of us neglect it. Then, on the other hand, there's professional development. This is the stuff that's more concrete, super easy to understand and accomplish. This includes more structured things like achieving greater degrees and certifications and, you know, your CE credits to stay current in your profession. This is the stuff that the HR departments and your alumni associations are really good at providing. It's how you acquire new skills and learn new treatment techniques and basically stay current in your profession. But it can also include things like developing leadership skills and learning how to lead a healthcare team. In some aspects of medicine, it can also include things like practice management, digital workflow, and patient communication, and even advertising. So part of that, we have been prepared for pretty well. We know that we have to stay current on technologies and innovation in the field, especially because medical technology is increasing at an almost exponential rate these days. But that whole second piece of it is something that is really kind of lacking in our education, but is a super important part of being a doctor in today's world. No matter what kind of format you're practicing in, you are inherently a leader just by being a doctor, whether it's just your own personal staff or nurses or even just your front office people. People are going to look to you to tell them what to do. And an important part of being a doctor is being a leader. Now, a lot of us are innately leaders, but refining those skills and honing those skills will really, really help to enhance your practice. Chances are, if you're a doctor, you're better at the professional development piece than you are at the personal development. And you probably even let your personal development suffer in favor of that professional side because school and residency are tough 
and sometimes to get through you can put that tunnel vision on so my goal here is to prevent you from keeping that tunnel vision as you move into your career but I don't need to convince you that you have to work on your professional development so I won't I won't waste my time with that but I will provide you with resources to help you do it I think a lot of us know that we need to develop ourselves professionally but it's often difficult to find the information that will actually help us outside of an organized education. Once you graduate school, you don't have a set curriculum for you, and it's important to stay current with things. So that's what I am hoping to provide you here. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to give you CE courses on your specialty and how to develop certain clinical skills. No, it's going to be more of the things like patient communication, maybe how to start a practice and become a leader of a true healthcare team, and then some more fun stuff like social media for healthcare providers, and much, much more. Not only will focusing on this type of professional development increase your career, but if you don't, you can potentially be putting yourself at risk. And what I mean by that is... The secret is out. Industry people, meaning people who sell marketing and finance services, know that doctors need these services, but really don't know much about them. And because of that, we're targets. Savvy salespeople know that doctors don't have that kind of education in their training and that we're really, really smart, but not the most business savvy. And if you're not careful, you can get taken advantage of. That doesn't mean that you need to be an expert and do everything yourself because you can't trust other people. But if you just know a little bit about a lot of things, you can really protect yourself. And that's something that we're going to help you do with the podcast. Now, when it comes to personal development, that's where I might need to convince you a little bit. And that's fine. I am a huge believer in personal development, but I know that not everyone is, especially the more science-oriented people that tend to be in healthcare. But personal development is what really helps to clarify your own goals and visions for yourself and by doing that you make them more achievable it allows you to sharpen the skills that you're already good at and work on things that you know you may need a little bit of help with personal development also gives you the time to pursue your talents and interests which i think is something that we doctors often forget to do By working on yourself, you improve your self-worth, your self-satisfaction, and refresh your motivation. You don't want to get so focused on your career that your home life sucks. And I don't want to lose you here in thinking that I'm going off on some fluffy language about self-care. Because no, there's a lot of that out there. And I think you're a doctor, you like facts, you like actionable tips, that actually work. So I want to present real valid advice that's time efficient and effective because we're all busy and 
we focus on results. I promise that the information I give you will not be anything hokey or theory, but real actionable tips that you can take home as soon as you listen to an episode and start implementing in your life right away. Personal development makes you happier and the happier you are, the better person you are, but also the better you're able to do your job. And as much of us try, you really can't separate home and work. You're only one person and your life outside of clinic affects your job performance and your job satisfaction. Just like when you have a bad day treating patients, you come home and you might not be in the best mood. So this is something that will help you not only personally, but working on your personal development will actually help you professionally. And now that doesn't necessarily all need to come down to mental health. Mental health is a piece of personal development, but that's not everything. So take something like finances, for example. Personal development includes financial health. And if you can have a handle on your finances, then you have freedom. Now, freedom can mean a lot of things, but if you're talking about freedom as it applies to work, financial freedom means that you don't have to do a job that you hate when you're 55 because you haven't saved enough money for retirement. Medicine is demanding. We all know that. And now we're young, we love it, we're excited, but by the time that you're 60, you might be a little burned out. You might not want to be working on Saturdays or even work full time. But if you haven't handled your finances correctly, then you're stuck. You don't want to be in the position where you've put in all this time and hard work and you're stuck doing something that you don't enjoy because you have to. If you can get your finances right, set yourself up well for retirement, you are granting yourself the ability to practice the way that you want to and focus on why you got into the profession. Now let's look at another example. Whether or not you plan to go into private practice and deal with all the marketing and intricacies that come with that, you need to be able to function as a healthcare provider within your local community and among other healthcare providers. And to do that, you need to improve your communication skills and learn how to network efficiently, relate to other people, get your points across, and that's all personal development. That is stuff that is not taught in your clinical education. Those are people skills. But if you can develop them, learn to network efficiently and communicate not only with professionals but also with your patients, you will undoubtedly be more successful in your practice, whether you own it or work for somebody else. Now, the benefits of that won't end outside of work. Helping your communication skills will improve your relationships with your spouse, your friends, your family. So are you starting to see that everything is intertwined? 
Now you might be thinking, okay, everybody could benefit from self-care and improving their emotional intelligence. It's not just something that's specific to doctors. And that's 100% true. But the problem is that your education to get to this point has kind of conditioned you to be lacking in that personal development space. You know, long days of studying in the library where your whole focus is studying for boards or passing that test, then transitions into long days on clinical rotations, being on call. In your training, your life pretty much revolves around you becoming a doctor. And that goes on for, you know, sometimes almost a decade, depending on what the path that you choose is. So because of that, for years and years, you're so focused on this goal of just getting your degree, completing your goals, and those tangible achievements that we often have to sacrifice on some of those more intangible things. So then when you're done, when you're finally finished with your training and actually able to just practice, you have spent so long in one mindset, it's really hard to just automatically switch. But like I said, everything is connected. And if you don't take that time to work on the personal, undoubtedly your professional will suffer. So what's the point? If you're here, then you're already taking good first steps. You're already on track. If you're listening, that means that you want what's best for yourself. And the issue is just finding those resources. That's where the podcast comes in. Let me do the hard work. Let me find the right people and organize the information and then share it with you. I have a lot of great things planned and a lot of awesome resources set up for you guys and I'm really excited to grow together. So if you've made it to the end of the podcast and this sounds like something you're interested in, I would love it if you could subscribe so that you never miss an update and share it with your friends. We have an awesome guest coming on the show next week. Can't wait to share it with you guys. And I hope you'll tune in. In the meantime, if you're interested in more daily content, you can feel free to follow us on Instagram at the White Coat Academy or check out our website. All right. Catch you guys in the next one.